Now, instead of a talk, we're going to hear from some more folks in the church family this morning about how they're getting on in lockdown. We had great feedback from last week's interviews. And so this week, Joe has reached out to a number of people again and asked them the same three questions, which are what are you learning in this time? How are you connecting with God in this season? And what does it look like to practically love your neighbours? Now, the people who are sharing with us this morning represent a range of different experiences. And we'll, we think you'll find it really encouraging to hear from them and some of the encouragements that they've got for us as a church family. So over to Joe and uh, enjoy this morning's uh, lockdown interviews part two. So lovely to see you, Mal and Jackie. I'm Anna Payne. Um, I'm Mark, Mark Kibbert-Hengston. I'm Adam. We actually moved to uh, Newbury uh, four and a half years ago, and we moved from a very uh, congested area of southwest Hertfordshire, and uh, was moving to a very uh, rural, rural, area. Yeah, rural area now. The reason we moved, of course, was to be part of our family here. And uh, when we moved, our little granddaughters were only sort of like one and five. And uh, so it was thrilling to be part of uh, their growth over the last nearly five years. And um, obviously, we've grown to love them and see a lot of them. And now suddenly to be uh, physically separated has been, yeah, it's been really hard. Mm -hmm. But we praise God for Mm -hmm. technology. And we stay in touch with technology. Yeah. Um, I We've think enjoying the time, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, time yeah. to do gardening. I've done a lot of sewing, catching up with friends that we've not seen for a long time, you know, phoning people. So I think we are very blessed um, that we are not adversely affected in any way. Um, I suppose the other big change is that we're used to going out a lot to treat ourselves probably more than we should have done with, uh, you know, cost of uh, coffees and so on. And, uh, of course, we, we don't do that anymore. Um, but it's given us time to appreciate other things. And I have to say that's been a, quite a growth area. Um, I am assistant head teacher at King's School in Winchester. And uh, Chris and I, my husband and I, have been part of Winchester Vineyard for about 20 years now. In school, we've got about between 20 and 25 um, children who are the children of key workers or who are vulnerable children coming in regularly Um, but when we're not in school we are planning and giving lessons um, via the internet so it's a a whole new world for us as teachers. Um, I suppose the great thing is that our our classes are impeccably silent um, but we don't get the feedback and the buzz that we all love about being in the classroom so it's it's quite hard for a lot of us in that sense. I stopped working in my two normal places of work um, when everybody else went on lockdown and I've been able to work from home quite well. Brilliant. So Lucinda, you are in a different box to Mark. Well, I'm I'm stuck in my bedroom over lockdown. I'm a care assistant um, on a ward in Winchester and we have been a COVID ward until a few weeks ago. Um, So it's been, it's been, it's been quite a harrowing time. because people come in quite ill and then they deteriorate. And, you know, some people have got better, but um, others haven't. And it's a, it's a foul, foul disease. And, um, you know, we do have patients who, who've died with no family, uh, you know, with them, um, and they've just 
deteriorated. I mean, it's just been awful, awful. And I'm married to Vicky, and we have two young boys, Noah, who is almost five, and Samuel, who is almost two. So they are both delightful and a handful at the same time. I think we made the decision at the beginning to think, how can we make this a really positive experience? We wanted to be able to look back and have positive memories and think, man, we can really cherish that time, despite all of the huge inconvenience and in many cases, you know, stress and, and difficulties that will go along the way. Um, practically, Vicky's had to become, you know, going from buzzing around doing lots of things, groups, school run, and, and busying herself, seeing friends, doing, doing things, to becoming a primary school teacher, as well as looking after three boys, one who's very grown up uh, and two young ones. Um, and she's doing an extremely good job of that. It's, uh, it's amazing. So I've had to exchange planes and airports and trains for being locked in this room. Uh, many days that's been morning, noon and night because the calls just don't stop sometimes. So it's, it's been very, very busy for me from a work perspective, which, which is good because it could be the opposite. But, you know, trying to juggle that and trying to keep work going whilst having everyone in the house and no one could really go anywhere. It's, uh, it's been fun. It's been a challenge. But generally speaking, it's been good. When I'm learning, I don't need any new clothes. And my hair doesn't have to be absolutely perfect. Um, but I'm really noticing nature and creation. I'm really noticing slowly the leaves coming out and everything, rather than just ignoring it all and accepting it's there. I've been just being so aware of it and watching mm. the birds and time to do that and really appreciate it. And praise God for all the creation. Yeah, and I think priorities have definitely changed. Mm. And I think they probably will, you know, change forever. Now, as Jackie said, you know, we've got actually time to just think about the blessings that we have, mm. you know, the wonderful house that we have, and um, you know the, the friends around us and you know the lovely people at church it's a and our uh, life group of course you know they've been just brilliant um and, and so that's we've come to just really treasure those things um you know far more than perhaps we really maybe we took things a little bit for granted yeah. before yeah, I think so. um, but now we're really beginning to appreciate all that we have um I'm learning a lot about IT, um, as are we all, um, I think, and uh, that's been a bit of a baptism by fire. I'm learning to take each day as it comes and to um, appreciate the small things, um, things that we're taken for granted. I'm learning that I absolutely love my job when it's in real life with real pupils and that I miss them hugely. I'm learning that this lockdown time has been difficult for everyone in so many different ways and not to belittle anyone's hardship or loss whether that's that they've missed an amazing football match that they were expecting to go to or whether that's um, something more profound it's really important that we appreciate that everyone is going through their own experiences and their own responses to lockdown and we value them for for what they are in my job with Military Ministries International, we've got um, staff and co-workers all over the world. Some of them I, I never saw. Some I would see once or twice a year. But now some of them I'm seeing every Tuesday morning when we have a Zoom conference. And that has brought us together um, in the most wonderful way. And I've, I'm learning the, 
the power of Zoom to unite people who I would probably never have met otherwise. I learned a lot about how um, friendly people are and how they look out for um, their neighbours and those around them. That's, uh, that is a great revelation. I've really enjoyed that. We can't, may not be able to touch and hold one another, but um, people are all looking out for each other. Mm, brilliant. Um, I think the one thing that probably above everything else is um, working for the NHS, seeing how the NHS has been put on a pedestal and knowing actually that there's nothing we can do. You know, there's no cure. Um, we can look after people, we can treat their symptoms and some people get better and some don't but this it's like there's this belief that you know everybody's putting their um faith and their trust in the nhs and for me um you know i find that really difficult the verse that really comes to me again and again from um who chronicles if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from the heavens and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. You know, it is nice to get presents. It is nice when a restaurant will cook you supper and you go to work and find you've got an um, Indian takeaway or something. You know, the whole sort of um, clapping, appreciating is one thing, but behind it there's a sort of spiritual, you know, hope being put in the NHS. And that's, that's a false place to put your hope. It's like a false idol. And I really believe that this, you know, that it's key um, to turn to the Lord at this time, to cry out to him. To, um... I've learned some really good life skills. The first one is that as long as you only ever look straight on at people on, on Zoom calls, you can get away with cutting your own hair for weeks. So I'm two months in and I've managed to cut my own hair. Just don't look at the back, whatever you do. Pretending to be an animal with your children is actually pretty fun, if not very painful particularly walking around like a duck. We've been trying to do PE with Joe, which is a YouTube PE class. So that's been lots of fun and, and very painful sometimes the next morning. Um, but seriously, our world's really shrunk to our property. Um, and that's, it's actually been really positive because we've, I think I said, we've chosen to see the positives in that. And I think we, we've managed to find that we've been able to take stock on everything really, our whole lives, everything we do, the busyness. And, and I think we've realized that it's so easy to be caught up in what do we need to do next? What do we not, not have? What's next thing on the list? What are we doing today, tomorrow, next week? And just busying ourselves and actually just taking a step back, having to physically stop almost everything has been really, really helpful for us just to, to think again about reprioritization, but also to see what what are the blessings that we already have and actually starting to notice things that it's so easy to pass you by. We've had little breaks or we're just going to have lunch outside just to take stock and think, wow, what an amazing garden we can just sit in and, and just feel the sun. Or, you know, we've got space that the boys can run around. We found all sorts of blessings, you know, just the fact that we have two beautiful children. Um, it, it's, it's been a really profound time for us to really take stock and remember the blessings and the amazing gifts that we've been given, um, which, yeah, like I say, it's so easy to let that pass you by in, in normal life. The following Wind In Live on a Sunday morning, 
Um, and then at six o'clock in the evening, we join our friends at the Anaheim Vineyard and we're live there. And which is wonderful. I, we text our friend and say, we're sitting next to you, we're there, you know. And that, that's been a blessing. Um, and home group live, isn't it? Zooming? Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, the, um, uh, the, the talks from Winbin, particularly the last several Sundays, has been, I've, I've found quite challenging and had to really sort of get into those scriptures and uh, again really understand what it means to um, be a, a good neighbour and a friend. What, what's it like praying for, for people over the internet? Because it's obviously not the same as doing it face to face. Well, we've, we prayed with our friends the other day who are going through, they're going through cancer. It was lovely, you know, because we could see them, I think probably easier than trying to do it when you can't see people. It, it's actually nicer because you can see your reactions. I actually found that although, of course, you miss um, actually being close to people and you know maybe laying hands on people and you know giving them a hug afterwards you know whatever oh, that's what i miss the hugs <laughs> that, um actually it, it, you know it, doing it electronically i find that it actually really makes you rely on god more because uh, although you can see each other and hear each other there is that distance and um and, and so well for me anyway it does uh, make me sort of try to listen to what God's saying, uh, perhaps more than uh, if you're actually physically right next to somebody. I think it, I think it is similar to before. Actually, um, I would find that when I was in school normally and in the classroom, um, it was just an ongoing dialogue um, most of the time. And I think it's the same now. Really, we're talking about different things, um, and I certainly need help with different things, but still just relying on God for his wisdom, um, his discernment that he can give us and wanting to show his love to the people that I work with and for whom I care. I wake up very early just naturally so I spend nearly an hour perhaps in bed lying just thinking and praying and thoughts come to me and I pray them over so that's good and then after breakfast before I I'm now disciplining myself not to turn my computer on until I've, um, until I've read some scripture and prayed over it. Otherwise, I'm into the emails and I say, oh, I'll do the, do the scripture later. Well, it's been quite nice to have the extra time, you know, um, like being in my room and not doing all the busy things. And actually, that's one thing I'm quite frightened of coming, you know, when I come out back into the family, that I need to stay disciplined and spend time with the Lord because it's been, it's been a real... Um, it's been a real treat. It's been made easy, if you know what I mean. So I have had time to just spend time with him, really, and um, and go deeper, which has been a real blessing. It's been a real blessing. I suppose it's a discipline of listening. Um, I think you're making yourself available. Yeah. And I think that's a very precious thing. So there have been some some silly ways where, you know, with the children, we've tried to, I've, I've attempted to do my Nigel Hemming impression and try and sing some kids worship songs with the guitar and realized how many lyrics I do not know uh, but, but that's been quite fun and they've had their you know drums out and inflatable guitars and, and that they've been some really special times but also um, the boys have started asking for more and more worship songs as well so at breakfast time or at lunch time often they just start calling out songs um, and that's been really really good for us because it's been a chance for us to start explaining what lots of these worship songs are actually about. It's easy to just sing them on a Sunday or listen to them in the background, whereas actually we've had so many chances over, over the last few weeks to explain amazing truths and, and just 
promises of God from the Bible that are all over these worship songs. And you can just see the words just sinking in, especially obviously to Noah, who's, who's nearly five. And, and an amazing moment was when we were woken up you know, a week or so ago and he got himself up and just went downstairs and was singing one of these adult worship songs. Um, and he was just singing about God's unfailing love. Not only is it truth that's being instilled in their minds, in their hearts, but it's also so good for us to be reminded of these promises and these truths on a regular basis. Um, it's also amusing because they also love Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. So that's a little bit more challenging to find a theological uh, slant to that song. I think as well with the extra time at weekends when you can't go and see people, you can't you know, go out and do your, your normal things. And some of that time, if you're by yourself digging or putting up a fence or fixing something, I've had a lot more headspace than I might normally do at a weekend. And so that's been a really good chance to to talk with God, to, to hear from him, talk about what's going on and try and do some self-reflection. And that's been super helpful, especially off the back of the, the prayer course where we've got all of these brilliant tools from, from Pete Gregg and the team there. So, so that's, been, that's been really encouraging. We've been able to connect with church family on Sunday mornings and with Life Group, which has been fantastic. But also there's been an exponential increase in content out there from other churches and so especially in our movement it's been so encouraging to feel part of that wider family to see what other people are doing and, and the projects they're doing what they're doing with their neighbors in their cities and it's and it's been really encouraging and and it's been quite profound as well at times especially like the uk blessing song that's just gone out to, to really feel like the church really is alive and we're part of a big family here and we're all playing our own part in this and and that's been really profound and actually yeah we've we've found some really special times just to, to connect with God from those moments too. Um, talking about the wider movement, Adam, I know you're a trustee at Manchester Vineyard Church. So can yes. you tell us about some of the stuff that's going on in their church family at the moment? Yes. So they're a, a relatively new church plant. They're about two or three years in. Um, so they've obviously had to adjust to church online. But one thing they invested in with, with a campaign about a year ago was a camper van. And so that camper van was to be able to go and respond to needs in the city, so to take food to people, etc. Whereas the, their key thing right now is they've, they've been forging relationships with councillors and the local council to really respond to an immediate need around food, families that literally can't afford to feed themselves. And, and, and wrapped in with that is child poverty. So at the moment, they've, they've seen this ministry that was just out of a van grow to let's let's start filling the van from the church to they've they've now got to the point where they've been given on a temporary basis a, a facility like as a as a housing staging area for food and the council are now paying them money to go and feed the community so they've suddenly had to scale this massive operation where they're buying huge quantities of food storing it processing it in this Pakistani center that they've borrowed for a few months, which has been given to them for free. They're then processing the food, picking it and distributing it to, you know, dozens and dozens of families, hundreds of people in a, in a very poor part of Manchester. And that is just incredible. So that's been an amazing project to witness and, you know, in a very small way, um, be part of from a, from a, from a distance. But it's, it's incredible to see, to see how a, a small church plant is already having an enormous impact on, on a city like Manchester. That's really wonderful, thank you. Uh, one of the 
texting them and on the on the clap we all wave to each other and then tomorrow i've organized a um uh, a social distancing street party for VE Day. Oh no, for Friday. So, and I've made banners and flags, and we're going to have some wine and we're going to cake. So we'll all be socially distancing. But so you know that that will be nice and connecting. And uh, I think we've had a lot more texting connection, haven't we? You know, we Absolutely. might just in the past have just waved as we've gone past, but we've probably had some deeper conversations via text or over the fence and that sort of thing. You know, these people have been so wonderful. We've actually now. Um, been on the receiving end of those blessings because our neighbours were so brilliant by, you know, Jackie was poorly. Uh, mm. We've received that blessing as, yeah. as well. So, And we've been out walking because we have lots of lovely um, footpaths in the area. So we've been out on the footpaths and around the local lanes and everybody is so friendly. At home, we live in a very quiet little street um, without many actual neighbours. Um, but we do live very close to the golf course where a lot of people are going for, for lovely walks at the moment. So it's been great just to be able to get out and to stop and to chat to people um, as we see them on the golf course and to, to sort of have a bit more time to, to listen and to see what's going on um, in people's lives. We've got lots of houses behind us which you drive through to get to our house and they are, they are a real community and they have a WhatsApp group and they're constantly in touch with each other. My my neighbours are those who um, I support. I've done some deliveries for the storehouse, which I love doing. One afternoon a week, I deliver prescriptions for the Twyford Pharmacy. And on the first day we started that, 10 of us delivered 130 prescriptions in two hours. Wow. And that is still going on. And we're now over 2,500 prescriptions delivered. And it goes on every afternoon. And then the, the third thing I do which is much less often, is to deliver uh, orders for the village shop, which is 30 yards away. Then there is a short conversation. I mean, you know, I'd like to say that it, it leads to prayer. It doesn't. And there's another thing I do, which is um, for, again, for the church, which is um, the phoning, phoning up people after they've had a delivery. The first time I rang somebody, she said she wasn't doing specially well. And at the end, I, she hadn't mentioned a faith. She wasn't a member of the church. I said, um, would it be right if I prayed for you? She said, I would love that. And at the end of a not very long prayer, she said, oh, I feel so much better. And then I think twice more before, she did like to chat, twice more before the call finished, she said, oh, I feel so much better now. Thank you so much. I mean, really, um, it's probably people at work, you know, patients oh. and, and um, colleagues at work. You know, there's lots of opportunities, especially when, um, when the chips are down, so to speak, and um, yeah, there's been some, spe you know, some special times. We moved into this house about 18 months ago, so we're relatively new to the area, and it's and it's a road where most people have been here, lots of them since the early 80s. So there's not been much turnover in the road, and so we've. We've moved in and, and we, we knew a few names. We knew our immediate next door neighbours, but we didn't really have much relationship. So we found this has been a, a perfect opportunity to reach out and connect with our neighbours. Um, and we've done that in all sorts of ways. I personally have, have managed to engage conversations with neighbours about watering cans and 
septic tanks and drainage and very unglamorous things. So, so it's not quite so well for me and fences and things. Whereas Vicky has, has been much more successful so far. Um, she baked some really delicious cookies with the boys and she's taken them out and made little parcels and, and took them out to all of our immediate neighbours plus a few others. Um, and in every single instance, people just were almost a bit shocked. Uh, and then it turned into being blown away by this tiny gesture, which was actually quite profound. So we've had cards, voicemails, text messages back. And actually in each instance, it's really started to break down some of those walls where people were potentially quite private, uh, just opening up. So, um, you know, our immediate next door neighbours have almost adopted our boys as their surrogate grandchildren because they can't see their own. And, you know, we were given a space hopper for them last weekend, which was just really sweet. And so there's just been an increasing level of dialogue with our neighbours and it's just getting warmer and warmer every time. Of course, there's a limit to how deep we can go right now because it might be over a fence or it might be over a phone call. But it feels like in these baby steps, we're making huge strides in terms of feeling connected to our neighbours. And, and we're really encouraged and quite excited about what that could hold in the months and weeks and, and potentially years ahead. We miss you all. Yes, you're, yes. you're all very precious to us. Absolutely. And um, at the beginning of all this, um, I, I sense God say to me that um, the opposite of 19 was 91. And, um, you know, COVID-19, there must be an opposite to that. And uh, so God showed me Psalm 91. And um, so every night um, in, before I get into bed, I pray Psalm 91 in a sort of very personal way as I feel the Spirit leads over everybody I know. And I think also, the, you know, the wonderful Vineyard Le Legacy um, a movie that uh, you gave us the heads up on. That was a blessing. Uh, Carol Wimber, you know, her prophecy at the end about God um, needs everybody in their place right now because something big is coming. Um, in re response to the storehouse, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone that's been contributing um, both money and donations and time to that because I've seen the other end and I've seen um, just what a difference it's making into people's lives. So, so that's just a massive thank you from, from me and from our school. I'd like to say something. I would just like to say how much we are appreciating um, Virch Church, as it was called on Sunday. And not, not just church, but, but um, life group on a Wednesday. And then John and Tricia also have a sort of open house Zoom on a Sunday evening. And that's literally just an opportunity to chat. Um, and if somebody wants prayer, we pray. That's part of, you know, it's part of being church. It's lovely. I think it's in Hebrews when Paul says, therefore do not give up meeting together. Yeah. And um, we're, really, we're really living that out. And, you know, the enemy may have intended to separate us, but actually we are more together. We are more joined up. There is the physical link missing, of course, and that's hugely important. But actually we are more together than we have been for, for ages. There's so much gold out there right in front of you if we choose to look there's so much to be thankful for so many blessings in our lives and so much that we can see god doing right in front of us we just need to sometimes pause and stop and look at that this has been really difficult in certain areas and, and that's looked completely different for everyone and we have to find space to be real but my encouragement would be to to offset that with spending more of your time being 
being aware, looking, being intentional about recognizing the blessings that we have, recognizing the gifts that we've been given, recognizing the people God's put immediately in front of us. And actually, by doing that, there's such encouragement and blessing that can be so life-giving. Um, so yeah, the gold is immediately in front of us if we choose to look. That's wonderful. Thanks, Adam. I really appreciate your time.